My beloved brothers and sisters in the faith, first of all, praises be to our loving Abba for gathering each and every one of us together to worship him in spirit and in truth. What we're going to study today is all about the law of Moses, considering the fact that we are under the new covenant, which was ushered in by our loving Mashiach, Yahushua, our king. There are some who think and believe that the Ten Commandments, for example, that Yahuwah gave to Moses on Mount Sinai are no longer relevant in our life, that we are to reject the commandments of God and the laws of Moses during the Old Testament times. However, as we will see in our study today, Yahushua did not reject, Yahushua did not abolish the laws of Moses. Rather, he transformed the manner by which we are to obey the laws of Moses, the laws of God during the Old Testament times. So what did Yahushua teach about the law of Moses? Let's begin our studies here in the book of Matthew, chapter 5, 17 to 18. Don't misunderstand why I have come. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. So what did Yahushua, our king, teach about the law of Moses and the writings of the prophets? Yahushua said, do not misunderstand why I came. I did not come to abolish the law of Moses. So very, very frankly, Yahushua said he did not come to destroy. He did not come to abolish the law of Moses. Instead, what is the purpose of his commissioning? Bible says he was sent so that he can accomplish the purpose of the law of Moses. Not only that, how comprehensively will Yahushua accomplish the purpose of the laws of Moses. He said not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. So Yahushua did not come to abolish, but to fulfill, to achieve the law of Moses. What is the purpose of that? Why did Yahushua fulfill, not abolish the law of Moses? Let's read the book of Galatians chapter 4 and the verses 4. But when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law. Why did Yahushua fulfill the law of Moses? Because he was born under the law. Hence, he obeyed the teachings of the law. He accomplished its purpose. The truth is, he was the only one who was able to do it perfectly. Why do we know this? Because the Bible says Yahushua is without sin. So even using the law of Moses as a standard, Yahushua accomplished and fulfilled them all. He is a man without sin. However, there's a deeper and more significant reason for why Yahushua accomplished the purpose of the law of Moses. What is that? This is relevant to us all, especially if we are sinners. And by the looks of things, I think all of us will admit that none of us are perfect, right? 
If you are perfect, you don't need to read or hear this message. But if like all of us, we are not perfect and we have fallen short of the expectation of God, we do need to hear this message. Why did Yahushua decide to accomplish the purpose of the law? Why was he sent by our loving Yahuwah Father to fulfill the law of Moses? Galatians chapter 3, 10 and 13. All who rely on observing the law are under a curse. For it is written, curse is everyone who does not continue to do everything written in the book of the law. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who is hung on a tree. Why did Yahushua accomplish the purpose of the law and of the prophets? That's because we human beings cannot be justified by the law. In other words, we cannot use the law to justify us before God to obtain salvation and everlasting life. Why is that? Why can't we human beings use the law of Moses to be justified so that we can receive salvation? Because for one, to be justified by the law, we have to obey the law all of the time and all parts of the law. Just think about that. Obeying all of the law, not just most of it, but all of it. Because if one is guilty of one part of the law, he's guilty of them all. And so not only must we obey all of the law, but all of the time. From the time of our birth until the time of our death. How many of us can do that? None of us can do that. You see, for us to be justified by the law, we have to be perfect, 100% perfect. No one qualifies, except for who? Who's the only one who qualifies? Yahushua. He became unblemished in fulfilling the law. He was perfect in obedience, obeying the laws and the prophets because of his perfection. What is he now able to do? He can now redeem us from the curse of the law. Because if he was not perfect in fulfilling what is required of the law, he would not be able to redeem us. A perfect person is required for us to be redeemed from the curse of the law. How did Yahushua redeem us? By being a curse for us. This is why Yahushua redeemed us. And he could do that only by first accomplishing the purpose of the law. Now, how did Yahushua uh, redeem us from the curse of the law? Hebrews 9, 14 and 15. How much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God? For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. According to what we read, how did Yahushua, who is perfect, who is unblemished, redeem us from the curse of the law? When he offered himself as the perfect sacrifice to God, according to the law, what must be done for the forgiveness of sins? 
There has to be shedding of blood. This is why Yahusha accomplished the purpose of the law by becoming the sacrifice for the forgiveness of sins. In that aspect, he fulfilled the law. But even deeper than that, by offering himself as the perfect and unblemished sacrifice to loving Abba, what was he able to do? He instituted a new covenant and became the mediator of a new covenant. And by mediating a new covenant, what is the blessing and benefit for us? The Bible says it has set us free from the sins committed under the first covenant. And so when Yahushua accomplished the law, when Yahushua accomplished the purposes of the laws and the prophets, we became free, free from the sins committed under the first covenant. This is why it's so important for us to understand why Yahushua said, I have come to accomplish, to achieve the law of Moses. However, does it mean that after dying on the cross and setting us free from the, from the law of Moses, does it mean that we are no longer to obey the Ten Commandments? Does it mean that the laws of Moses that we studied in the Old Testament are no longer relevant to our life? Let's read what Yahushua taught in the book of Matthew, chapter 5 and the verses 19. Anyone who breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So does it mean that after Yahushua offered himself as a sacrifice to Abba, thereby bringing us into a new covenant with Yahuwah our God, does it mean that the Old Testament is irrelevant in our life? That's not what it means. As a matter of fact, Yahushua even said, if there's anyone who breaks the least of these commandments, commandments according to the laws of Moses, and teaches others to do the same, will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. Yahushua said that to tell us that we must not ignore and disregard the teachings in the Old Testament. On the other hand, after saying that those who break and teach others to do the same, what did Yahushua emphasize? He said, and take note, Whoever practices, right, and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So when we read the book of Matthew 5, verse 19, he is not abolishing the law of Moses. Yes, he came to accomplish it, and now he's going to transform the commandments of God given to Moses. What do we mean by that? Well, we read verse 19. Let's now read verse 20. How must we obey the commandments of God? For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. I think our attention uh, is now focused on what Yahushua said here. He got our attention when he said, 
you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. We want to enter the kingdom of heaven. And this is why we need to really pay attention to what Yahushua is saying here. He said concerning our obedience, because when it mentions righteousness, it mentions the manner of our obedience. He's speaking about our obedience of the commandments of Yahuwah our God. What did Yahushua say? He said, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Do you know who the Pharisees are? They were the ones who taught the law of Moses. Not only did they teach the law of Moses, they became known for their ability, supposedly, to obey the strict laws and commandments of Moses. They even came up with lots of different rules to ensure that proper obedience to the laws of Moses would be fulfilled. These were the Pharisees. And people looked up to them and admired them because they were able to obey the laws of Moses. But the problem is, even the best Pharisee, were they able to obey the laws of Moses perfectly all of the time? What is your answer? No. Right? This is why Yahushua said, your righteousness has to surpass that of the Pharisees. One more thing. There's a reason why Yahushua mentioned this. It is to highlight the flaw that many people have when it comes to obeying the commandments of God. For example, the Pharisees. What characterized the obedience of the Pharisees that we must understand and take to heart? Well, let's read Matthew chapter 23, 27 to 28. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You were like whitewashed tombs, which took, which look beautiful on the outside, but on the inside are full of dead men's bones and everything unclean. In the same way, on the outside, you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside, you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. What characterized the righteousness of the Pharisees? Well, Yahushua was not a fan of the Pharisees. I think you can see that from the passages of the Holy Scriptures. If the other Jews looked up to the Pharisees and admired them from on far because they can see their obedience, Yahushua was not a fan. You know why? Because Yahushua can do what we cannot do. You know what that is? We can only see outward behavior, but Yahushua can see what? Inside of us, inside our hearts, inside our minds. What did Yahushua say about the obedience of the Pharisees? He said, on the outside, they appear to people as righteous, but on the inside, they are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. You see, obedience must be right, not only on the outside, the behavior itself, but also on the inside. What drives the behavior, the motivation, the attitudes that people have when they obey the commandments of God. And so we need to consider the fact that why we do things matters to our Almighty God, right? For example, why do you obey the commands of God? Is it to please Him? Or is it to please self? To elevate ourselves so that we would be admired by people. What is our motivation? 
What is the reason for our obedience? Why do we help the poor and the oppressed? Is it to serve self? Or is it because we truly, truly and sincerely want to help those who are in need? You see, when it comes to Yahushua's teaching, he is emphasizing something that the Pharisees and the Jewish teachers have not even thought of. What is that? The reason why you do it is just as important, perhaps even more so, than the actual act of doing it. And this is why Yahushua is telling us we have to surpass the Pharisees in the way we obey the commands of God. We must obey the action, but also our purpose in doing so must be right before our almighty God. So how can we do that? How is it possible then that we can surpass the righteousness of the Pharisees? Romans chapter 8, verses 1 to 2. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Yahushua. Because through Christ Yahushua, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. Why do we need or how can we surpass the righteousness of the Pharisees? We have to be one. We have to be in Christ Yahushua, you know, Apostle Paul, in all of his writings, because he wrote lots of letters for the early Yahushaim to follow, right? Because when Apostle Paul wrote to the, his fellow brothers and sisters, he was teaching them the meaning of the things that Yahushua did. And oftentimes, in, in all of his letters, he mentions the phrase, in Christ Yahushua. You see, there are those who are in Christ Yahushua. What does it mean to be in Christ Yahushua? It means to be incorporated, to be added to his body. What is the body again? The church or the assembly. We must be in the body of Yahushua. Why is that significant? Because if we are in the body of Yahushua, who becomes our head? Yahushua. Would you want to belong to the one body of Yahushua? Absolutely. You know why? Because if we belong to the body of Yahushua, guess what? We receive the perfection of the head. Yahushua came to satisfy and fulfill the laws of Moses so that we are no longer condemned if we commit sin under the law of Moses. We have been set free from the law of sin and death. This is why we have to be under the headship of Yahushua. If we are not under the headship of Yahushua, then we are not perfect. But if we are under the headship of Yahushua, even though we know we are not perfect, because of the headship of Yahushua, we're identified with him. Because of that, we have been set free from the law of sin and death. Does it mean there's no longer any more laws to follow? Bible says, we who are in Christ Yahushua, we now follow the law of the spirit of life. You see, there's a transformation that occurred. Instead of being under the law of sin and death, under the law of Moses, we are now under the law of Christ, which is the law of the spirit of life. Well, how can we fulfill the law of the spirit of life? We read one to two. Let's read three down to four. For what the law was powerless to do in that it was weakened by the sinful nature. God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. 
And so he condemns sin in sinful man in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the spirit. How can we fulfill the law of the spirit by receiving the spirit and walking and living by the spirit? You see, when we were baptized into the body of Yahushua, do you know that we got a gift? What is the gift that we received? Yeah, we have the Holy Spirit now. That's our quote-unquote birthday gift because the Bible says about, Bible talks about being born again. To be born again means to be created anew in the body of Yahusha so that we belong to the one new man Christ created in himself. And so when we are parts of the body that belong to Yahusha, we have been born again and we receive the gift of the Spirit. And what does the gift of the Spirit enable us to do? To walk according to the Spirit. That's what it means to obey the law of the Spirit. We are to follow the leading of the Spirit of Yahusha and the Spirit of Yahuwah, our God. Hence, the Bible teaches us that by being baptized in Yahusha, it does not mean it's a license to commit sin. No, it's empowerment to obey the commandments of God in a way that has been transformed by Yahusha. What is that way? How do those empowered by the Spirit of God now obey the commands of God? Let's read 2 Corinthians 3, 4 to 6. We are confident of all this because... Our great trust in God through Christ. It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God. He has enabled us to be ministers of his new covenant. This is a covenant not of written laws, but of the spirit. The old written covenant ends in death. But under the new covenant, the spirit gives life. How do those empowered by the spirit that comes from God through Yahushua, enable us to obey the commands. The Bible says that under the new covenant, we obey not just the letter of the commands, but also its spirit. You see, because we are now under a new covenant, we are no longer under the old covenant. What is the old covenant about? It's about the letter of the law, focusing on the behavior. Now we are under the new covenant. What takes over? The Spirit's interpretation of that law as it is applied in every situation in our life. In other words, behind the letter of the law, there's a deeper purpose. There's a spiritual part of the law. When God gave the laws to Moses, behind it is a purpose and a spirit that we need to understand that we need to accomplish. This is what we can do when we have the spirit that comes from our almighty God. We are now able to obey the spirit of the law. Now, what's an example of that? What is an example of transforming the law that was given by God so that we can see the spirit behind the law, the purpose, the deeper purpose of the law? Because remember what Yahushua said, unless your obedience surpasses the law of surpasses that of 
the Pharisees, you cannot enter the kingdom of God, right? And so we must understand not just outward behavior, but also the inward attitudes that cause you to obey those commands. So what is that all about? Matthew 5, 20 to 22. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not murder. And anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to his brother, Raka, is answerable to the Sanhedrin. But anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. And so what is an example of the deeper purpose, the spirit of the law that Yahusha emphasized when he spoke about our obedience to the commandments of God? Yahusha said... There is a commandment in the Old Testament. And the letter of that law says, do not murder. Do you still remember this commandment of God? Was it included in the Ten Commandments? Yeah. Is Yahusha disregarding the Ten Commandments? No. Instead, what Yahusha is teaching us now is instead of just obeying the letter of the law, what's more important is the spirit of the law. And so what is the spirit of the law? The letter says, do not murder. But if you're angry with your brother, in the spirit of hatred for him, if you call your brother Raka, if you call your brother you fool, the Bible says you are also guilty and subject to judgment. You see, it's not just the actual act. But having the feeling, right? Having the inward desire to commit murder is enough to be guilty of that sin. This is why Yahusha is teaching us what's important, what's even more important than the letter of the law, is the spirit of the law. He's telling us, do not just murder. He's telling us, do not be angry. Do not call with curse words, your brother and sister in the faith or any person for that matter. And so brothers and sisters, this is how we must fulfill the teachings of our almighty God. We must look not just at the letter of the law, but the deeper reasons for why Yahuwah God gave the law in the first place. And if we are able to obey the teachings of Yahuwah God, the commandments of Moses in this spirit, what is Yahusha's promise to each one of us. Let's read the final passage of our studies today. In the book of John 14, 21, and 23, those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them. And I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Yahusha replied, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them, and we will come and make our home with each of them. What do we prove to our loving Yahusha? When we are able to obey the commandments of God in this new transformative way, by obeying not just the law, the letter of the law, but also the spirit of the law, 
Yahusha says, if you, accept, if you accept my commandments and obey them, they're the ones who love me. You see, when Yahusha is speaking about my commandments, he's speaking about the commandments of Abba. But under the new covenant, we obey not just the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law. If we're able to do this, what do we prove to Yahusha? That we are committed to him. And that he, because of that, he says, he is the one who loves me. We prove our love for Yahusha by obeying his commandments. And what can we expect when we are able to obey the commandments of Yahusha? The Bible says that my father will love them. I will love them, says Yahusha, and reveal myself to each of them. Isn't this what we need? especially in this life. What we need more than anything is for Yahusha to reveal himself to us. When we are in deep prayer, when we are by ourselves, when we face a difficult problem in life and we have no one to turn to, when we face an impossible task, an impossible situation, when we feel alone and lonely because nobody understands us, brothers and sisters, we need Yahusha to reveal himself to each and every one of us. Because when Yahusha reveals himself to us, even though we are weak, we can become what? We can become strong. And Yahusha involves himself in our life. He appears in our life when we are able to obey the commandments of Yahuwah God with the work of the Spirit working in our life. But most of all, when we are able to obey the commandments, the commandments of God, what is the promise for each and every one of us? Yahusha said, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them. And we will come and make our home with each of them. If we want Yahuwah and Yahusha, not simply to be our father and our Mashiach, who is in heaven watching over us. But if we want them to be in our hearts. For them to make as their home. Our hearts in us. The key is to obey the commandments of God. Brothers and sisters. We must not reject the law of Moses. Rather the law of Moses shows us. The standard of Yahuwah our God. And Yahusha teaches us the deeper purposes of that law so that we accomplish those purposes. And in so doing, we bring ourselves to God and to his son that we can have fellowship with them in our life. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Father, yes, Almighty Yahuwah Abba, Amen. thank you so much for all of your love yes, and compassion for your people. Amen. You knew that as human beings, yes, weak as we are, are incapable of accomplishing the standards of your law. Amen. And so you gave up your son 
so that he can fulfill its purposes, setting us free from its condemnation and giving us freedom to obey the law of the spirit. Thank you, Father, for giving us this privilege. We ask now for the gift of your spirit because we cannot possibly obey the commandments in the way that you want us to unless we are empowered by your spirit. Have mercy upon all of us. Dwell in our life because when you are with us and we feel your presence, we become courageous and strong. Yahushua, our King and Mashiach, may you please remember your servants. Thank you for giving us your teachings. Thank you for setting us free from the law of sin and death. But we know what this means. We are free to obey now the deeper purposes of the laws of God. Help us to accomplish this. And as we do so, please reveal yourself to us. We want that so much. We want to hear from you. And so when we are on our own and we seek out your presence, when we pray our personal prayers, when in times of darkness and pain, we reach out to you and call out your name, Yahushua. May you please reveal yourself to us in whatever way you desire. Anything will give us such hope, such strength, we will rejoice forevermore. You are our king. And so we look for you everywhere in our lives. But it would mean so much to us if you will always dwell within us, that we can use your strength and by the power of your spirit, accomplish the purpose of the loss of our Abba. Father, please bless your people throughout the world. May you surround us with your peace and protection. Keep us safe at all times. Heal your people everywhere and continue to shower upon us your graces that we need. We believe, loving Abba, you have listened to our prayers. We ask and beg everything. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen. Amen.